<laughs> and I saw you turn on the recording, hoping to catch me in mid-rant. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dedicated Nerds Podcast. I'm Rob Fiorentino, and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Carney and Dave. Hello, Carney. Hello. And you do, you do that every time. You almost call me Dave every time. Because <laughs> you're reading along with my script, and the next thing is, hello, Dave. <laughs> hello. Hello, not Carney. <laughs> so how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Don't everybody speak at once. <laughs> I'm just lovely. Absolutely lovely. <laughs> are you? Nice. Good. Yes, You're not, couldn't be better. You, I'm at my resting two, state. Right, okay, so you have two two states of being, right? Your, yes. Your resting state? <laughs> yes, and my freak out state. You know, what's, okay. one's low energy, one's high energy. <laughs> okay. Well, so here, you know, so unlike a hydrogen the, atom, when I drop down from the high state to the low state, I don't emit photons. I just emit noise. <laughs> Oh, I see. Well, that's perfect for podcasting, then. We'd be nothing without noise. <laughs> so we have a ch- agenda that is chock full of stuff to talk about. So what else do you guys want to talk about besides all the things we're supposed to talk about? <laughs> Anything? I'm going, sure something going. will come up. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about space, because we never talk about space. We love space. Yeah. Well. If I was actually in space, I'm not sure if I would love it. Depends on if I had a good spacesuit or not. I think it would depend. Carney, on what's up with Dragonfly? <laughs> I think it would me. It would depend on if I'm sick or not. Um, Dragonfly <laughs> just announced it is the um, mid-range, the next mid-range probe that um, NASA is doing. Um, Billion-dollar budget. It's a. It's get this. It's a quadcopter to Titan. This is Saturn's oh. moon. And, and they're going to the, the, try to, like, fly through the atmosphere? Oh, yeah. And it really, it, it it's a perfect place to do it. The, this quadcopter is going to be nuclear-powered, just like the the last <laughs> Mars rover they did. It's just like have, all good quadcopters. <laughs> well, if you're on Titan, that's probably the way to go. Um, I, would, I, I can see the logic in that. Well, let me give you the details. It's, it's a Please. quadcopter, but it's got two rotors per position so it can suffer failures the the blades are a meter across so you know about a yard across so it's a that gives you an idea of the size of it it's going to probably weigh around 900 pounds on earth and the thing about that makes this work so well is you got to remember that the gravity is even lower than it is on the moon on titan it's about an eighth of an earth g and the atmosphere is four times as thick so it, you only need to put in one fortieth the effort to get something off the ground. So something that just wouldn't fly at all on Earth, like you know a bumblebee, would, could at least theoretically <laughs> fly just fine on Titan. And the the plan is is that it's going to charge up during the Titan night, and then fly around finding spots to do science during the day. Now, do we know how how thick the atmosphere is? Oh, yeah. Remember, we got a probe down on the surface of Titan with the Cassini mission, the Huygens. Um, mm-hmm. It only lasted for about 90 minutes and only took a few pictures. I mean, it was, you know, nobody had not had any idea what was under the clouds, so it was kind of hard to design a probe. But they they actually got down to the surface and got some pictures. And now they've got pretty good maps of Titan and pretty good analysis of surface conditions. So, you know... This isn't cool. this isn't the big step into the unknown like the the Huygens mission was. 
So they're going to try to fly through the atmosphere and then kind of come back out again. Is that right? No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. They're, they're going to have a standard, you know, seven minutes of terror kind of drop down through the atmosphere. And then it's going to come down mm-hmm. on parachutes. But once they get to Titan, it's going, it's going to land and it's going to be able to do some science, take off, do a reconnaissance, come back to the spot it knows is safe. Then on Earth, they'll sit there and go through the data and pick a new spot for it to fly to. Then it'll take off, fly to this new spot, land, do more science. So this will allow them to, to basically do the same thing the rovers do on Mars, only with a lot more distance cover. I mean, this thing's going to be able to cover a pretty good chunk of Titan. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Cool. What's uh? So what is the atmosphere of Titan? Is it mostly nitrogen, okay. just like on Earth? With about I, if I'm I'm making this up as I go along, but I want to say about six percent methane and one percent hydrogen, plus traces okay. of other things. Okay, and about the same uh, atmospheric pressure? No, four times atmospheric pressure. Oh, okay. So it should actually be easier to fly then. Much, Much easier because it's lighter. Because it's yeah, it's it's it'll be a lot lighter and uh, and yeah, a lot more soup to to dig into and push. Yeah, exactly. Plus, as far as they can tell, weather conditions are very mild there. No really strong winds, you know, that they've detected. Not nothing that would you know come along and destroy a quadcopter in midair kind of thing. All right. Well, it is also this year, as everyone listening to this probably knows. The 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 uh, mission, which we've actually talked about a little bit before uh, in other ep- in earlier episodes this year, and a uh, couple couple Apollo related news items came out this week. One, they are finishing up the remodeling or, or refurbishing, I guess, of the uh, Houston uh, Mission Control Center. Got got any got any cool details about that, Carney? Not really. It's the original stuff, and which means that at this point it's fifty years out of date, and might as well be chicken bones and you know yeah. bead rattles. But I did, I did read, I did read the uh, Ars Technica article, which had a lot of mm-hmm. really cool details, and it's uh, it's uh, it's obviously all the original stuff um, down to the uh, ashtrays and uh, and and cigarette butt bins that they had in the control room. Um, it's it's kind of cool the way they did it. They replaced all the CRTs. Well, they kept all the CRTs, put them into storage, and replaced them with uh, LCD screens that are being fed the same video signals that the CRT screens would have gotten, so that they can so that it looks, you know, pretty much exactly the same as it would have looked. But uh, the LCDs without burning probably, out the <laughs> without burning out every every year. So yeah, exactly. You said they put the CRTs in storage. They did. They're historical artifacts. They're not yeah. going to be throwing those away. So, um, so yeah, they replaced them all, and then they put you know how they have all those all the obviously all the buttons on the consoles light up when you push them. Well, they replaced or they, they did they didn't keep the original lights, or they left the original lights in there, but they put little LEDs behind the buttons to make them light up, so they didn't have to replace all the light bulbs. Um, and it's just it's if you get a chance, read that Ars Technica article because it's. Uh, it's got a tremendous amount of, of detail and uh, just really just the level that they went to 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 refurbish or, you know, restore that to its kind yeah. of original looking state for for for, you know, it's it's a 
it's kind of a theme park attraction at this point, or I mean, that's maybe a little, maybe more of a museum, I guess. But a uh, museum, I would. I mean, it's, think yeah. about the the way they refurbished the the old Ironsides, you know, the USS Constitution. You know, mm-hmm. same deal. It's it's this is something that's an important historical item for the, you know our country. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense to preserve it. And for all. And for all mankind, yes, as true. they say, yes. Uh, no, yeah, I, th- I agree totally. They spent, uh, I think they spent $5 million. Um, I think about a million dollars came from NASA, and then the rest was raised by the Chamber of Commerce in the suburb of Houston, where that is. And uh, I think uh, maybe half a million dollars or so was raised by a Kickstarter campaign. So um, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Pictures are great. I mean, I just, I've been to the... Uh, there's a, a recreation of of Mission Control down at uh, at Cape Canaveral, and I've kind of walked through that, which was interesting. And the, have you have you have you gone? You've had you've been down to Cape Canaveral, Carney, many times, right? I wouldn't say many times, but I, yes, I've been there. Uh, you got to understand, I'm less. Well, I think it's cool, and I enjoy. Is that I'm not much of one for doing crowds or seeing historic stuff when I can see an actual working rocket. So my trips down right. there have been to watch launches rather than to tour. But still, I, I've yeah. seen all the stuff. I think <laughs> the disco- the discovery. Uh, the spe- no, no, sorry, it's not discovery. It's Atlantis. Uh, the space shuttle Atlantis a building. They built a building around the space shuttle. Is truly amazing, and if you haven't seen that. I would highly recommend it, especially the the part where you kind of go into um, the, the the area where the, where Atlantis is. There's a film that plays right before it that's super great, and then the way they transition to the I don't want to spoil it um, for anybody listening, but the it's a just a dynamite exhibit. One of the best um, one of the best reveals of 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 the main event of a of a, I'm trying to say this without spoiling it. Uh, anyway, moving it's, it's right dy- along. <laughs> yeah, moving along. Anyway, it's great. Don't miss it. Um, mm. So I guess when I went in '76, that wasn't available. No, but they probably had the big Saturn V rocket laying down in front oh, yeah. of the building. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that- I, I don't remember any space shuttle stuff in '76. <laughs> no, you no, not not so. not unless you went to a very <laughs> strange place. Yeah, yeah. No, they now have the Saturn V rocket indoors uh, in in Florida, and I believe there's a Saturn V in at uh, in Houston as well. Uh, I think there's only three left. Maybe the Smithsonian has the other one. Um, I think it, Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Oh, is that where they were built? That I don't know. I'm. Sh- I think parts of it were, but you mm-hmm. know, Saturn like a lot most NASA stuff gets farmed out to as many different states as you can possibly manage. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's how you get funding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the paint senator comes gets from a little Colorado. bit. The senator, the- that's right. The senator gets this much. The senator gets this much. <laughs> so, and have you have you uh, been, you're you're you live closest to Houston of all of us, Dave. Have you been have been down there or have any interest in that? I've not been there. Like I've been to the Florida one, but uh, yeah, I live pretty close to it, but I've only been to Houston once on business and uh, didn't afford time for doing that. So, yeah, same here. I've only been there once on business, and I am going to make a. Uh, I'm going to make a point of seeing it next time I get down to. You know, I think I may be the, one, the only one here who's seen it because I've I've been to the Houston play, but it was like ninety, eighty something. But it's it's Wait, been a while. <laughs> n- 90, 80 something? I'm not sure how that. <laughs> no, no. 
You're better at math than that. Come on. <laughs> it was with the Air Warrior Houston Con, and a bunch of us went to see the um, oh, okay. Space Center stuff. So Now, it's still a working place, right? I mean, it's not... I think so. Is that, is that correct? I think is, so, is yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen, I mean, I've seen the current Mission Control, well, maybe maybe since they... Maybe since they're not doing the uh, the space shuttle anymore, I'm not sure if well they must NASA must have some place where they they run stuff out of. <laughs> yeah. Somebody write in and tell us what the heck's going on with that. I'm sure we have a lot of I'm sure we have a lot of astronauts who listen to the podcast here, so you know, let us know what the real deal is. Meantime, there's another cool uh, podcast out there. We we're in the business of. of promoting other podcasts that we like too why not uh there's a cool new one um this is also on the uh, apollo missions uh it's called 13 minutes to the moon produced by the uh, bbc and uh that is a dynamite podcast have you guys had a chance to listen to that at all or or heard about it at least i've heard about it and i listened to sort of skipping over i was doing something else but listening to a bit of it and it sounds like it's pretty good I mean, there's nothing there that I, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. There's nothing there that I don't know, but it's still no, good. no, I, yeah, but it's it's no, and I would say, oh, I've I've, I've I've I had definitely have picked up a few things, um, but it's really it's really well done, and it it kind of it's nice the way it it focuses on characters that uh, other more mainstream documentaries haven't focused on i mean it's you know there's there's been a million things on on buzz aldrin and neil armstrong and michael collins and those guys but you know i mean this is this really focuses on um i mean there's just it's just it's kind of a more of a behind the scenes what really went on what i didn't one cool little detail i i heard was you know everybody all those people that are sitting in in mission control there's like four or five other people that are on the loop with them and just them. So if, you know, if the flight surgeon or something needs some information or something, he's got four or five people in a different room somewhere else watching all the same things that he's watching, but, you know, who can support him. And I didn't realize that it, that the tree went down that far, but that's that was yeah. an interesting little detail. Oh, and I have an answer. The Houston Mission Control is, in fact, active, and it's controlling the ISS mission. Oh, okay, sure. Sure. Real-time follow-up, as they say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm an astronaut, so I wrote in. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we just, I th- you just... You're just reading the email that we got from the astronauts. <laughs> I saw it come into the account, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, back in reality. <laughs> back in reality. Um, yeah. So cause if, you're, if you're interested in, in the Apollo missions, uh, 13 Minutes of the Moon is, is a great thing to listen to while you're... On your way back and forth to work or mowing the lawn or whatever else you're doing. Because you guys know how podcasts work because you're listening to a podcast. (laughs) Okay, next topic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to fill time until somebody else starts talking. Well, next, I didn't want to start talking since you were adamant that, well, you're going to discuss this special topic. (laughs) Well, no, we do have a special topic. We do have a special topic here. For tonight, uh, Carney uh, held a gun to your I, head. <laughs> held, a, held a gun to my head. Held a gun gale to my head, and uh, uh, suggested. Oh, we were, I think this. You, I think you recommended this to the entire audience. Uh, I did. A I few did. Uh, several episodes ago, 
Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a Netflix, it's a Japanese show that is now currently on Netflix called Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Gale Online. So so tell us about tell us about this, Kearney. Well, first thing you need to know is that if you like Sword Art Online and you know what it is, that Gun Gale Online is good, but you don't need to know anything about Sword Art Online. This is an anime series that's spun off from another anime series called Sword Art Online, which is why it's got this mouthful of a name. But yes. Sword Art Online is a complete separate thing that you don't need to have anything to know anything about in order to watch Gun Gale Online. Gun Gale Online is an anime about basically somebody who gets into a game and um, adventures therein. So yes. um, the story the story follows Karen, a university student with a complex about her abnormal height. She begins playing a VR game called Gun Gale Online after it gives her the short, cute avatar that she's always wanted. <laughs> yeah, and I really like it, and it's got for a lot of reasons. One of them is is that well, the story doesn't get hung up uh, in various you know harem things, girlfriends, boyfriends, various things going on that really aren't part of the um, story, but get tacked in for reasons that I've never completely understood. I mean, these are believable characters from my point of view. I can actually recognize some of the characters in this and the people that I've played online Mm -hmm. games with and in myself. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. And now I'm going to find out what Friday thought. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear what you thought. No, I wanted to hear what you thought too first. Um, no, I, I too saw a lot of, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely plays with, uh, uh, online gaming conventions and uses those as, uh, details and story points, uh, to tell the story. The, uh, dialogue leaves a little bit to be (laughs) desired. It has all the excitement of reading a game manual from a Tom Clancy shooter, um, Oh, it's not that bad. It, it does lapse into exposition <laughs> from time to time. From time, it it uh, it lapses into exposition frequently, which is uh, it, which is understandable because I have a feeling that most of the people who are watching this show have no idea. Well, I don't know. I'm guessing they were aiming for an audience that was maybe broader than uh, people who'd played online shooters. Uh, now, did you watch it with the uh, with the subtitles on or off, or English dubbed, or how do you watch the? I, I the watched anime? the English one. Um, yeah, is that generally speaking, I find unless unless the English is 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 you can tell you, you can usually tell when the English is sketchy. You know, it, it doesn't quite work. And this, I found the English to be really good, so I just turned off the subtitles and went with it. The one problem yeah. I ran into wasn't the exposition, was I discovered that the pitch that the actress who does Len, who's the prota- protagonist's mm-hmm. avatar, is so high that it apparently causes feedback squeals in my wife's hearing aids. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and she just could yeah, not it, listen to this at all, or even be in the same was, room. <laughs> It was what I would call a typical, which is unfortunate that there is such a thing as this, but a typical female anime voice of, and just lots of, yeah, it's just like, that is so, what's not fun to listen to. I don't think it's, I don't think there's anyone on earth who talks like that, but, uh, no, that's probably not true. There's probably a few people, but I mean, it's just crazy. 
You know, I'll uh, the, tell you somebody uh, who talks like that. That you the, have you ever heard Kathy Ireland before she went to a voice coach? No, I have not. Uh, six foot tall, you know, gorgeous, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Opens her mouth and it sounds like Minnie Mouse. Wow! It, it was mm-hmm. uh, talk about dissonance, you know, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Like whoa! <laughs> yeah. But anyway. So, but so, so anyway, the, the I so I was, it, the first episode I was trying to decide whether I wanted to listen to the to the to the um, dubbed version or or watch the subtitles, and, and so I actually had English had the English uh, voice on and the English subtitles on at the same time, and they're totally different. It's like, oh, oh yeah. this is you know, I mean, the translation is is interesting i th- actually thought the uh the i thought the subtitle transition was actually better written than the 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 voiceover one but uh, you know probably because one of the things that happens when animes get translated and this happens to the music if it gets translated too is that japanese and english aren't structured the same so mm-hmm. you know when you're trying to fill in concepts you you've got to sort of boil it down to a simple level and just like w- puns and so forth mm-hmm. don't translate well back and forth between Japanese and English and English and Japanese you lose some Plus, of the subtlety of it when they distill it down in order to be accurate that's true and and plus the other thing they're trying to do with the vo- with when the dubbed version is they're trying to match the Japanese lip sync yes so the, the which is which makes for some very weird interesting sentence structure which i i'm not sure if it was a horrible translation or horrible writing or both or whatever but i mean maybe that's a little strong but uh, cuz yeah, i really yeah. did i really did enjoy it but i don't understand why because everything about it was terrible and so i just because it didn't have an annoying shit in it that a lot of shows have you, you know you yeah the love interest yeah. why is there a love interest okay, i mean this person this girl karen <laughs> Trying some for self-esteem, she gets yeah. what she wants, and in, in ninety-nine, hell, it's not just anime; it's a lot of TV shows. The next thing that happens is she finds a boyfriend, right? Because yeah. uh, you know, it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, you, you get self-esteem, yeah. and you, you, you know, you enjoy yourself. You don't immediately go right. out and limp it on to somebody, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then we did have the over-the-top power pop. For the the opening theme song and the closing theme song, <laughs> I kind of like it. In, <laughs> which is in Japanese, so I was kind of like I listened to it the first time, and then I hit the old skip intro button every other time. <laughs> I was fine. It's like okay, I'm not listening to a two minute Japanese song that I have no idea what they're saying and they're in a genre that's really not my thing. So it was it was fine. Uh, let's see. The, the one thing I really objected to though was the, kind of the whole suicide storyline and i don't know i mean yeah i could see that that really struck me as as just like a really odd choice again this gets to be a japanese thing where this the sort of it's just to write it off to cultural differences it doesn't come across i think to japanese the way it does to us yeah you know, well, but I agree. And, and but I think it was so over the top that I didn't really find. I didn't find it believable. Therefore, I didn't find it objectionable. And at, that, at that point, why even? Basically, the idea, and I'm going to spoil this for okay. people who, because I I, I want to assure people who maybe are interested in watching this that nobody actually does kill themselves in this show, um, and 
the like you said the way that they deal with it it's so over the top basically a a character in the in the show threatens that if she loses the game if she gets killed in the game she's going to kill herself in real life and so that makes everybody around her just freaking out and it's like oh we have to make sure that you know she doesn't die or that i think she said there was one you know i don't want to give away too much of the plot but uh, it's just uh, kind of just rubbed me the wrong way well, there you go. <laughs> but turn, and then the way that turns out was a little interesting. Who she, who <laughs> she ended the- up actually being. So there you go. See, so, that, now that's the thing. I saw that coming from a long way off. Yeah. Yeah, and I knew who the I knew who the big the big guy who M was as well. Um, pretty, it was pretty obvious. There's a thing called in 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 in, te- in television. There's a thing called conservation of characters. So <laughs> you know, you know, there's a if there's a mysterious character that no one knows who it is, and you don't find out about it until halfway through the show's over, <laughs> it has to be one of the other characters that you've already met. It's, you know, so <laughs> that's, that's a good. One. Yeah, <laughs> this is so. not like a stroll down Tokyo Boulevard. Right. You know, you do not meet any actual random people. <laughs> Right, exactly. It's oh, Batman is Bruce Wayne. I get it now. Yeah, yeah what a surprise! No wonder Bruce Wayne was in the show all that time. Exactly. exactly. But I'll tell you one thing: is the other thing I liked about it a lot was the various other teams, as you could really uh-huh. see the people we've raided with. You know, especially the the Machine Gun Lovers Club was like yeah. you know as every Leroy Jenkins clown you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might as well have yeah. been Team Leroy Jenkins. Oh yeah, and then you've got like the super quote unquote pro players who think they're all big yes, they're so cool. <laughs> they're so cool, and I mean, so so from that person. So if you're an, if you're an online gamer, I would definitely recommend giving. Get, at least watch the first episode. I think actually, I think the first episode might be the best one. I actually rewatched yeah. rewatched that episode just a few minutes ago. Yeah, and it leads it gets you into the the show really quick. It doesn't have a long build up. So you can right. decide early on whether this is your thing or not. You don't have to stick with it through five or six shows before you decide the sucks. You know, exactly. you you're either going to say, "Hey, this is worth at least a quick watch," or the sucks early on. In my case, it's really I I watched the first show and then I watched the whole thing enjoying it because it was the perfect length for my workouts. I'd fire it up. Do my oh, workout. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Now, have you watched the? Uh, have you watched? I'm assuming you have. I haven't watched Sword Art Online yet, but have you? Well, I I watched a couple of episodes. I'm sort of gearing up. I the the impression I'm getting is that Sword Art Online is a bit darker. I mean, there's a, there's tremendous violence, mm-hmm. obviously, in a game that's all about you know guns and shootouts, but it's not terribly dark. You know, it's it's like like you would no, expect for it, a gaming thing. It's it's very much at least the, at least the gun gallon line is you know I mean if somebody dies there's a big red thing that pops up over their head that says dead right you know, yeah and and, and everybody's laughing it's a game. And having a good time and and yeah and they they always make sure to let everybody know that it's like oh if I die in real life I'm not actually dying yeah so, yeah the know. whole point of the whole point of sword art online is that somehow people are really dying and yes it's, it's people are darker. trapped inside the game world and if they die then they'll die in real life so, so, yeah. I, I may start watching it just because i think that the sh- show's good but yeah, let me get back to you on that one 
Well, well I'll, I think I'm going to watch it as well. So we'll report okay. back to the audience. Uh, and, and Dave, you should really give this a try as well, I think, here. First, he has to get Netflix. I was going to say, right now we're on track to return to Netflix probably before 2019 is over, but not much. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. You've got two shows to watch when, when you uh, get back to Netflix then. And seriously, it is an advantage, I think, at least from my point of view and my viewing style. The fact that the episodes are short, you know, is nice. You can watch it, not uh, yeah. too much of a time investment, go on do something else. No, yeah, they're like 22, 25-minute episodes. Yeah, 25 minutes about is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and of course, I always see yeah, I, I skip the songs, so it's a little faster yeah. for me. <laughs> Heathen. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I not like once. squeaky singing Japanese voice. <laughs> squeaky, squ- squeaky Japanese power pop. It's the best. <laughs> hey, okay, now you want to talk about what's the best. You need to look up um, a Japanese group called Baby Metal. Okay, I will do that. You have to send me a link, though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna actually be able to type that into Google. Why not? It, trust me, it'll it'll bring up. What, they'll, what it's supposed they'll track to. me, and then, uh, and then and then I'll be branded for life. Wait, all right. What's it called again? Here, let's see. Baby metal. Baby space metal. metal. Yes, yes. All right. Um, oh no, that just uh, that just came up. I want chocolates. A good one. Mm, okay. So they're they're a band. I take it. Ah, before a Japanese definition of band. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ah, we have three what look like 12-year-old girls dressed up as Sword Art Online characters. <laughs> I would not thought of it, but yeah, yeah, okay. I'll buy that. <laughs> okay, I will I will listen for the squeaky music. <laughs> yes, death metal Japanese style. Mm, that sounds that sounds It's like delightful. nothing you can imagine. It's like nothing you can imagine. I don't know. I can imagine quite a bit. Not this. You can. <laughs> does it? Does it improve if you run it at the three quarter speed? Oh, that's a good idea. I would imagine it would actually improve change. if you ran it at twice speed. <laughs> but that would be my. <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes the chipmunks. <laughs> it pretty much starts out as the chipmunks. It goes up from there. But anyway. All right, so our last segment here, what's been good this fortnight? I'm going to say Gun Gale Online has been good for me this fortnight. That's almost cheating, but not quite. How about you guys? Guys, got anything good? Well, we just got back from the doctor, and the infection is cleared up on Roberta's finger, so that's good for me. Yay. That is good. Medicine is good. Yes. How about you, Dave? Anything good in your life? Well, I don't think I've recommended sriracha recently. Oh. So it's an excellent way to make lots of different cheap foods taste really good. <laughs> excellent. I, I feel like I'm in college, but I'm not. <laughs> so you buy those you buy those 50-cent bean burritos and squirt a bunch of sriracha on it, and you're in good shape. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how many things it goes with and just improves the flavor dramatically. So, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just said of all the things, I, I'm all for cheap food, but sriracha, no, thank you. Well, in, in college, it was uh, Tabasco sauce, but mm. uh, now sriracha is um, is the thing for me today. So, mm-hmm. and it was, yeah. uh, I think it was, I think uh, 
was Chipotle? Is that that's either coming? I can't, I can't, is that either coming up or, or it's kind of past now? I can't really tell. I think. I think about the restaurant or no? No, the spice. The, the pepper. I think Sauce. it's it's. I I don't think it's trendy anymore, but I think it's a very useful tool that a lot of mm. cooks use. More you know, more it's, mainstream it's not, at this point. Yeah, it's not like kale, where really the only reason for existence <laughs> is to show how cool you are, <laughs> right? Or to or to feed a whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feed a whale. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. This has been a nice little discussion about all kinds of wonderful things. If you want to contact us, we are at Dedicated Nerds on Twitter. Also, we love to get email, dedicatednerds at gmail.com. Visit our website. We love to get any email, just one. (laughs) Wait a minute, we just got one from an astronaut a minute ago. Also, visit us at dedicatednerds.net. Good night, Dave. Good night, Rob. Good night, Carney. Good night, Rob. And good night, Everyone out there in space.